0: bullshit. Are you manipulating when you think you're motivating? It's the No BS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO and founder of Mass Solutions, the world's only no bullshit marketing firm. Leaders use storytelling with the hopes of motivating. But in many instances, They're actually manipulating. Storytelling is so important to effective leadership and effective communication. Storytelling is the one tool that goes across generations and cultures. It's been used to educate and motivate and, unfortunately, manipulate since the history of time. What we want to do as leaders or people in a position of power is achieve our goals. So whether it's a parent or a family member, a sports team, the workplace, or a community organization, we continually see the person in power, the person with authority. Maybe they have a formal leadership role or maybe it's informal we see them again and again driving the team members. But are they manipulating or motivating? Let me tell you what the difference is. Manipulation is thinking of a reason that others might want to do something and then convincing them of your correctness. So. Manipulation is thinking of reasons of why someone should do something that you think they should do, why you think they should do something, and then convincing them that that is the right way or the correct way, that your way is the way to go. That's manipulation. So many of us slip into manipulation in instances where we're subconsciously manipulating. Other people enjoy manipulating. I think a lot of sports analogies and sports stories, I know of a coach that wins a lot, wins a lot of championships. And this coach has manipulated players for their own means to get what that coach wants, to get the win, and kind of discards them and manipulates them to do whatever he thinks is right and tries to convince them to do it and manipulates them there are a number of problems when we consciously manipulate a couple of them are that in this instance those former players some see through the manipulation and resent it and they have a feeling towards that coach that isn't positive others maybe don't even see through the manipulation but they're impacted by it and it might scar them emotionally or worse it might have them think that that's the way to lead and communicate. We're all a product of our environment, especially at a young age, when we're seven, 10, 15, 20, when we're in our first job, those leaders can manipulate us and teach us that manipulation is the way to lead because we admired that leader, even though they might've bothered us. So when you consciously manipulate like this coach, It isn't good for that person or that team, even though it might seem that way because you achieved an ulterior motive of winning a championship. I believe you don't have to manipulate to win championships in sports, to do well with your family, to do well in the workplace, and to do well with the community organizations. And I certainly don't believe you should consciously manipulate. Now, I think we all fall prey of slipping into that manipulation, which again is thinking of a reason that someone should want to do something and then trying to convince them that that is the way that they should go. Motivation is genuinely seeking out the wants, needs, and desires of the other party to then find solutions that will meet your needs and theirs because then it's everyone's natural drives and you'll be working towards a common goal. So sometimes subconsciously we end up manipulating when we think we're motivating because we're thinking of all these reasons that we legitimately think are good reasons. I'm guilty of it myself. You make a presentation and you you know this stuff works and you're trying to convince someone to do that. So you have to watch because it could border on you're unintentionally manipulating that person. So what is the way that we should go? What are some tips that we as storytellers can use so that, If we're a family member and we want to motivate our family members to live their best life, how do we do that without bordering on manipulation subconsciously or consciously manipulating? If we do coach a sports team or play on a sports team where we're the informal leader, how do we do it so that we aren't bordering on manipulation or even consciously manipulating, but we're motivating? if we're in the workplace as a formal leader, the boss with authority or the informal leader, the person on the team who has informal authority but actual power because they're an informal leader. If we're in the community organization, we're trying to give back or we're at an organization that we want to bond with others. How do we do it in a way that we don't border on subconscious manipulation, or certainly not consciously manipulate. Well, if motivation is genuinely seeking out the wants, needs, and desires of others, and conveying the wants, needs, and desires that you have, and being vulnerable and transparent with each other, trust begets trust, you then can find out what both parties are looking for And develop solutions that enable you both to get most of your needs, wants, and desires met. And to know on the front end which ones you have to sacrifice. And I say that trust begets trust. I complain about that very saying when I get burnt. I got burnt uh, in the last couple of days by trusting and believing in trust begets trust. Meaning that if you trust someone else, they can't fully trust you until you trust them. And I get burnt again and again. So I then complain about it because I'm this thing called a human and I get down and one of my ways is to complain and maybe make a snarky remark but even though I complain about it when it happens that I got burnt I know that living by trust begats trust does pay off with the most powerful and important relationships in your life whatever those ones are for you whatever you decide are your most important relationships they're the ones where you have to live by that trust begats trust, and it builds a trusting, stronger relationship with that person. So by adhering to trust begats trust and asking people what they want, need, and desire, and being open as much as you can about your wants, needs, and desires, you can then begin to collaborate and come up with a way to achieve the goal that motivates both of you because motivation is up to the individual person. We are innately motivated. We're already motivated. What happens is we become demotivated when we're doing things that drain us on a repetitive basis, when we don't feel that we were respected, when we don't feel we were heard, and when we don't feel we were valued. There have been many times I've unintentionally demotivated people. Happens and you don't even know it. So what we have to do is be self-aware and all work at this as much as we can. And it takes a lot of hard work and it can be frustrating because you feel like you're giving and giving and giving. But it's why I use tools like Predictive Index, which is a tool that measures what energizes and drains each of us in our own way because armed with that kind of knowledge and information and talking with others about what energizes you versus what drains you and learning what energizes them versus what drains them, you can begin to work together better. You can begin to be stronger at leadership and communication and storytelling. But even if you use Predictive Index or if you don't use Predictive Index or use some other tool, you also have to ask And most people have been trained to not tell the truth. Absorb that. We've been trained to not tell what we're thinking. We've been trained to keep things close to the vest. One of those old standby cliches. We've been trained to not show your hand. Another cliche. I get it. I've seen people in meetings live those two and think they were getting over on me. They, they, they were able to get what they want over Mastovich and Mass Solutions. <laughs> That's how you've been training. It's ingrained in you. That's okay. But I'm here to tell you that if someone asks you what you want to get out of this family, what you want to get out of this sports team, what you want to get out of this company, what you want to get out of this community organization, and you just out and out say what you think they want to hear, I always forget to bring my bullshit button to my own show. So that's bullshit on me. But I would hit that button right now and say, that's bullshit. If someone asks you what you want, what your needs are, what you hope to achieve with this situation, and you just say purely what you think they want to hear or even remotely close to what they want to hear without truthfully giving a lot of what your goals are, then that's bullshit. So I know you've been taught by someone in your life that you admire to keep things close to the vest and don't show your hand. And I understand if you're buying a car, you want to go in and get the best deal. But if you're in the workplace and it's your boss and your peer, trust begets trust. You've got to be forthcoming. If you want to hold a little bit back, go ahead. But you've got to come back with the majority of what your needs and desires are. You have to say, Whenever I'm making a lot of progress, I get interrupted and you ask me to do something different and it, it stalls me and, I, and, and I'm, I lose a lot of time and I feel like I wasn't as productive. All right, now we're on to something. If the boss continues to interrupt you and add new work under a tight deadline, then that might not be a great situation. But if you know that and you've talked through it and you've brought up examples and it continues, then when you leave and you go to the next place and you can interview and say, one of the things that drives me is I like to work at a steady pace on a particular thing and I can kick butt and get a lot of things done, but some bosses just think that activity is productivity, and those aren't two same things. I just want to know what kind of boss are you? You ask that in an interview and that person's going to, whether they tell you exactly or not, you're going to be able to read their body language. So when people tell you to keep things close to the best and don't show your hand, you and I both know that we read each other. We are nonverbal, so if someone's not telling you, you can kind of read it anyway. That's why it's bullshit. So I'm saying if you hold back completely and don't say some of these key things I'm talking about, then you are part of the problem when you've been manipulated instead of motivated. So we each owe it to ourselves and the people we're involved with in our family, when it's a family issue, on our sports teams when we're in the workplace, when we're involved with a community organization, with our friends, to be open and ask them what their wants and needs are. Tell them what your wants and needs are. Don't manipulate, motivate. Don't manipulate, motivate. Thanks for listening to another episode of the No BS Marketing Show recorded in our studio in bold, beautiful downtown Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Remember, remember, Ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.